All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dot Who Pod. I am Josh. With me, as always, is my co-host Jack Phillips. Hello there. And joining us for the third time is Bradley Fuller. Hello, Bradley. Hello. I'm wondering when I'm going to be starting to be called a co-host. A I think you've got to get a but, uh, series under your belt. First. I was going to say it's got it's got to be a, a whole season, series. Right? A whole series. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit of a joke, if I'm honest. How are you, JP? This could be my last episode. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How about you, Josh? You all good? I am good. Thank you very much for asking. And Bradley Fuller, how are you? Oh, I'm not too bad, thanks. Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, loved your TikTok last night, Bradley. Although it was actually oh, Jack's what? TikTok, right? No, that's a lie. All right, Jack said it as well, but I was already had that in my head. So yeah, it was already my <laughs> TikTok. Honestly, Jack we're, just we're, we're, on we're, it. we're sitting there watching watching this episode. And um, it was like, you know, the Leonardo DiCaprio me where he's just like, he's just sitting there watching TV and then he just like whistles at the TV and points. I was like, I was like, that's it. That's it. It's got to be. It's got to be. But, um, but yeah, no, Brad made it. So I can't, I can't argue with that. I, I don't have the uh, technical know-how how to make a TikTok. But yeah, Brad, Brad made the TikTok. I came up with the idea, you know, so I don't know where you was in this process, Josh, but um, I, uh, I started the whole social media idea. There, it's my, it's my, uh, my, uh, my, my conception. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on a podcast with Mark Zuckerberg. He started the social media. I I started podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I started this podcast. All right, let's jump straight in, boys. Um, School reunion we are doing this week. Aptly named because they're in a school and there is a reunion. Uh, we'll start with Brad. What were your overall thoughts on the episode? Uh, it's an all right episode. I think it's a bit of a, I think it's a low level episode. Like it's no, it's not as interesting as other episodes, but I think obviously everyone knows what makes this episode is the return of an old companion, Sarah Jane Smith. Um, yeah, but yeah, as an overall episode, I don't think it's amazing, but uh, Jack, yeah, not bad. Jack, going in, did you have any idea who Sarah Jane Smith was? Not a clue. Brad had to explain it to me. There you yeah, go. still didn't understand nearly the full way through the episode. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I didn't get, I didn't get the uh, the robot dog either. Didn't didn't get that one. Wasn't sure on that. But, um... No, come on, let's tell everyone what you actually called it. Uh, what did I call it? Can't decide if you can't remember or if you don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> God, Bradley, say I'm it. Gen- I'm generally looking through. I'm looking through my. Uh... Through my you said it was the autistic robot dog. Oh, oh yeah, it did reek of autism. It did reek of autism. <laughs> What, what was autistic about it? That's exactly what I asked. I don't know. It just it, it had a switch. It had a switch. It's fucking rough. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was just the way it spoke. Like, it was very matter of fact and very, I don't know. It just, yeah, no, I, I, I got autism vibes from it. You want your robot dogs to be more conversational, do you? Yeah, exactly. Rather than just like, you know, kind of flying around the gaff like a shit robot on Robot Wars, you know. (laughs) I fucking love Canine. I love his little voice. I love his little affirmative bastard. It's fucking brilliant. See, that that is, that is like kind of, that's autism vibes right there. (laughs) What do you I disagree. I think he's brilliant. I'm disappointed they didn't use him more in the Sarah Jane Adventures as well. Oh, they use him a fair bit, didn't they? No, first episode, uh, first series, he's not used at all. He's stuck in that black hole thing. No, that's, is that true? That's not, that's yeah, the second series, me, isn't I've, it? I've re, I've, no, I've rewatched it recently. It's the first series. <laughs> 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 I 
Probably oh, for we'll the best. To, uh, I'll have to go through that. Maybe we could do it as a second podcast. Can have a few going now. <laughs> yeah, we'll do oh, three episodes to... tonight, lads. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the uh, the introduction, JP. What did you think of that little uh, little uh, cold open? Well, I mean, it was just straight into it, wasn't it? You know, it, it was kind. Of, it kind of reminded me of um, the name. The, oh, the name escapes me now. The, the game show episode, the uh, start of the two-part at the end of season one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bad Wolf and Part of the Ways. That's it, Bad Wolf. Yeah, yeah. So it was just straight in. You know, you just kind of, there was no explanation as to why they were in a school or, or anything like that. It was just straight in. And I, uh, part of me likes it, part of me don't, because I'm I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is interesting. You want to see what's happened. And it, it's almost disorienting and everything. But at the same time, though, I like a little bit of backstory. You know, I want to know why... Like what attracted the doctor Rose to that school? Yeah, but that's so, filled in along the way. Yeah, it is. But again, I just like groundwork being set. You know, a little bit there and then, and then that's it. I mean, it doesn't have to be like reams and reams, but like literally just kind of like um uh, oh the the doctor dances, kind of like the doctor dances where you know it's kind of set up straight away into they're chasing something that they can't work out, and then that's how they end up in World War Two London. Um. You know, it just has to be a couple of frames, not even that. But I don't know. As I said, I do like it, though, because it does drop you in. It does kind of leave you a little bit disoriented. You're trying to work out what's going on. You're trying to work out what the characters know, what the threat is, wh- where they are, and at what point in time they are as well. Um, which, yeah, again, as I said, it, it works. It works in this episode. Fair enough. Brad, do you agree with that? Um, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't really listening to what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a flyer. <laughs> Sorry, I was out of it there. Uh, <laughs> Tell me again enough. and then we'll cut this. We'll edit this bit out. No, no. I think what maybe because we've seen it a couple of times, we don't have that disorientation. <clears throat> so maybe we feel a little bit like it's uh, a little bit more expected. No, I think it's I think it's an interesting way. It doesn't waste any time. It drops us straight in and then it explains throughout the story. Okay, Mickey saw there was some goings on. So he called the doctor and rose back. They've infiltrated the school. She's a dinner lady. He's a teacher, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But when I said the intro, I mean, I meant more the creepy head teacher, Will's dad from in between us, scurrying around the school and just eating that poor orphan. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. It, the whole episode seemed a bit noncy. You know, um, Mickey watching a school. Why was Mickey watching a school? The headmaster literally just, I mean, look, you know, Anthony Head is, uh, I think he's hes probably his best role he's ever played on TV was uh, was the prime minister in um, Little Britain. But, um, I, yeah. Josh, do you know who that is? The prime minister in Little Britain. No, no, no. Do you know who the man who plays the headmaster is? He's in loads yeah, of things. He's Will's dad. He's uh, he's uh, uh, who else is there? He's in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He's uh, in real life. though. in real life. In, in real life, who, who who is he? His he name's is... Anthony Head. Come on. I don't know. He's the father of the girl from In Between Us. I know that. He's that. He's Carly's dad in real life. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, he's he's that. Brad didn't know that. I didn't Brad know that. <laughs> yeah, he's a famous character actor, and he is absolutely fucking creepy as shit in this this is like everything about him in this is the way his hands don't move when he walks the way right there's a bit like half a show he does a little hill turn that they zoom in on i'm like oh that was quite cool i'm gonna start doing that and he's the way he can contort his face when he's screaming towards the end he's one of my favorite doctor who characters i think i wish he had more yeah i mean look in terms of the actor i think he's probably the best actor for it really um 
just because obviously, yeah, he's worked with the BBC before that, you know, they've got him on, on their books and yeah, no, he does, he, he does play the role really, really well. You know, you, you kind of, as you say, it's very creepy. It's very eerie. You know, you know that something's going on and I'm fully, I'm saying that fully aware that literally at the start, a small child got eaten by him, but (laughs) you're fully aware that something dodgy is going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And then it obviously cuts to uh, David Tennant, the 10th Doctor, as the teacher. Physics, 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 physics. God, I'd have loved to have David Tennant as a teacher. Oh, yeah. So would I. So much better. I would have done so much better at A level physics. But it leads me to a question. Go on. We mentioned it last week his little reading glasses. Mm -hmm. Or so I thought they Mm -hmm. were reading glasses, right? I think this is going to become a bit (laughs) of a recurring thing. Are they reading glasses or are they decorative? To make him look smarter. Yeah, decorative. So you think he's just using it to show off? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, fair enough. Because he just because last week in uh, Tooth and Claw, he used them whilst he was reading books, but this time he's using them to like look out at his students and the whiteboard and stuff. So they're not reading glasses, and then he uses them again next week, which will circle back to. But you think the doctor is just using them to look smarter? Yeah, he's using them. So you you got you know kind of. I mean, he's got to stamp his authority on the children. You know, you just put on a pair of glasses and they're like, oh, the teacher's smart. Which, by the way, <laughs> I really, really got... You know, they do those kind of, like, skits for Red... Or they, at least they used to do the skits for Red Nose Day. You know, yes. you'd have, like, kind of... Yeah, the Little Britain one, and you had Catherine Tate in there as well. And it, it really reminded me of a, of a Red Nose Day skit. It was just, like, the doctor as a physics teacher. I was like, huh, okay. Well, Brad, yeah, do, you, do, a, I do a Doctor Who one. Uh, you... Brad, you yeah. like this is one. This is a this is a skit that they do. David Tennant is a teacher. Catherine Tate is the student. She's like, yeah. sir, do you fancy Billy Piper? Do you fancy Billy Piper, sir? <laughs> That's a brilliant <laughs> sketch as well. To be fair, it's dead funny. Yeah, you should watch it, JP. Yeah, YouTube it after watch. this. Just YouTube it. Yeah, yeah is there another realize- one with um? There's another one as well, an actual Doctor Who one with um Peter Davison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he meets the uh, Red Nose Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. No, so I, I, I definitely got red nose day vibes from it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, which again did take me a bit out of it because I was expecting to just see a little message across the bottom just asking me to donate <laughs> five quid to, you know, kind of uh, red nose day. But yeah, that is what it is. Um, the smart children straight away, you're like, oh, something's up. The children are smart in the school. What's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a fucking, you know, uh, what's it called? No, is it comprehensive school? Yeah, London comprehensive. London Comprehensive, yeah, there's no smart kids in a London Comprehensive. Oh, no, there are, there are, but, uh, you know, kind of far, far and few in between. Apologies for anybody that went to a London Comprehensive. We, we went to an Essex Comprehensive. We're in the same boat. Don't worry about it. What, uh, what did <laughs> but, you think about it being the chips that make them smart? That was a weird... I, I just... I don't know where they got that plot point from. Like, from. It's from oh, right, right. really, isn't it? Imagine eating uh, chips well, yeah. for your school dinner and becoming smart instantly. Well, I can tell you why it was included as a pop point. It's because this is uh, the period where Jamie Oliver was reforming school meals. So it's a social commentary on chips being bad for you to try and boost Jamie Oliver's uh, healthy eating campaign. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but surely wow. if you're smart, that's a good thing. Yeah, but I think, you know, eat chips and you're going to be farmed by bat teachers, I think is the is the message they were going to mm. going for. God, that's what I've been doing wrong my entire life. Not picturing being eaten by a bat person. <laughs> yeah, that'll help the diet along now. Yeah, that'll yeah, <laughs> just, you know, they 
They can't capture you if you can run away from it. That's is that really the reason why they did chips? Yeah, I swear to well, yeah, that's the reason they put it in the food. Yeah, I think before it was going to be like they had um, it was going to be like a uh, 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 like a like a microwave was being emitted that was making kids smarter in the vicinity. And then Jamie Oliver came out with his campaign and they were like, oh, let's make it a food. Yeah. So thanks, Jamie Oliver. You ruined school meals, but you gave us a mediocre Doctor Who episode. Where did you actually hear this? Yeah, I was uh, the, uh, the trivia page on IMDb. So it's probably about 50% oh, wow. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true, though. <laughs> the, the, the original point was that. As I say, the original point was it was supposed to be turkey Twizzlers, but they just thought that was too on the nose. They were like, no, we can't. We absolutely cannot. We've got to make it a little bit more subtle than that. Just put the chips. That'll do. Oh, this I imagine. Faces. Yeah, I imagine it's mentioned in like the confidential, but I didn't. I couldn't be asked to watch it this week. I couldn't be asked. Um, but <laughs> JP, you mentioned last week the doctor's sensitive tongue. Do you not think it's weird that he can't? tell that there's something up with the chips like he's just sitting away eating them it takes him a while to put it together right yeah see that that, that was weird because uh, of course yeah as you said in the last episode tooth and claw he licks a door and he's able to tell that it's covered in mistletoe um or some kind of mistletoe infused wood but yeah no it's very strange that he's you know kind of not able to to taste and he's just like, oh these chips are really good but the only thing i thought though is technically he's probably the smartest man in the universe isn't he uh yeah probably so you can't go up from there. So he can't get any smarter than he actually is now. Okay. So there's no like kind of, you know, there's no, there's the, the, he's at his ceiling. He can't go above the ceiling. So if, if there was knowledge that he needed to know, he would have learned that knowledge, then realized and gone, hold on a minute, something's up with these. But I don't know. Again, I'm surmising here, you know, and I'm pretty sure that at some point there's, there's going to be someone that's smarter than the doctor. But um, that, that's what I thought. That's the way I saw it. Fair enough. I just thought it was funny that he couldn't taste that the chips were like a, whatever it is, the krillotane oil or whatever it is that's actually making them smart. Like he had to mm. rub it on canine's tongue to figure it out. Silly dog, honestly. Fuck off. <laughs> I really don't tongue. like the dog, man. I really don't like the dog. How? How can it you really not like It really annoys me that you don't like the dog because the dog is probably the best oh, part of just... This series, I would say. No, I just he looked like a shit. Like honestly, right? When I used to watch Robot Wars as a kid, you used to pray for the robots. That like, you'd see some like kind of team come in, and they were like this kind of like you know they've made a, a robot of like crisp packets and you know kind of the lollipop stick things, and you just like you're praying for it to get absolutely decimated in the ring. <laughs> and I was just sitting there, I was just waiting for Refbot to come in and just start counting down. I was like, it's gonna happen. Oh no! You know, Matilda okay, comes no. in and just like. I can't stand the dog. No, I just didn't like it. Wasn't a fan of the dog. You're tapped in the head, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did have a great two concussion this year. So. <laughs> well, that'll be it. That'll be it. But anyway, we can't yeah. talk about the dog without talking about Sarah Jane Smith, who is mm. amazing and sort of fit as well. I'm not going to make a comment. No, yeah, I will also <laughs> hold back there um, on what I was about to say. <laughs> but, um... let's, let's breeze over. But she is. Yeah. It. I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. That's all I'll say. No. Yeah, I mean, it's, as I do. If, you if any of us had a track record, you know, like for, for saying yeah. that women of a certain um, type thing, yeah, type <laughs> of fit, then, you know. For a 50 year old woman, which she was at the time, she is fit. You, neither of you would turn her down. I don't even know if we could say this. She's dead. This is probably like a blasphemy thing. Is she? Should yeah, probably, she passed uh, away. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, she died of cancer, cancer a couple of years back. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, this year because you. I We're going to edit this bit out, yeah. Just, we are. Why are we going to edit this out? <laughs> a lot has been said. Yeah. yeah oh, I'm definitely. just saying, that she definitely had it. You love older women, you anti-nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think she's an absolute rocket. I don't give a fuck. No, I mean, not fair play if that's your opinion. You know, we we're, we're put here a poll to, on you know, the socials. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. no, I, as a, go, Going back, I thought she was a very interesting character. Um, I mean, uh, look, I've never seen any, any of the old Doctor Who before. Brad had to explain it to me who she was. Um, Have you seen but... them, Josh? I started watching them on BritBox, and uh, fuck me, are they boring. I've never actually watched any really? old old Who. I think I watched the first episode with William Hartnell, and yeah, I couldn't stomach it. It's a fucking trek, honestly. They're like, so they're like half an hour episodes. But each story is like ten episodes. Oh, it's just oh, oh really? So it, it, so it kind of is just like the world's longest ten part, really. Yeah, exactly. But that's every it, oh fuck that! We'd be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one, part five. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, but no, I, I've got to say, no, she did seem like quite an interesting character, and I like the fact that it was almost like a commentary on this is Rose in the future, kind of. Yeah, for sure. Or it's one way it could have gone. Yeah, yeah, that's true actually, because they had that kind of mystery about uh, the Doctor like leaving her in the uh, well, technically the past, but you know, kind of leaving her and just uh, abandoning her and everything. And that was a really interesting plot point on the fact that Rose and Sarah Jane had to overcome their kind of, uh, you know, what I wouldn't even say it was their hatred of each other. I'd say it was Rose's hatred of Sarah Jane because I don't think the feeling was mutual. I think Sarah was all right with it. I just think that Rose was a bit jealous and i think that was where that conflict came from it was rose's doing right as opposed to sarah being you know because sarah's been there she's done everything you know she, she's been with the doctor she's traveled with the doctor and that's it so yeah for sure i think there's a little bit of jealousy on sarah jane's part at the fact that this is her getting over it by the end of the episode she's like okay no i have moved on from the doctor but i think at the start she's like oh fuck but you left me you abandoned me and just moved on to the next one so i sort of see that but brad what did you think about the whole um, like the whole plot point of what happens to a companion after the Doctor. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it, it puts the thought in Sarah Jane's mind of, oh, you just left me and ran away and, and never came back for me. And then it also puts that same thought into Rose's mind of, oh, is this what you do to us? You just put us on the side of the road one day and leave us. Like, is that what's going to happen to her sort of thing? And obviously, as we know, Rose and the Doctor have a have a nice little relationship going on and she obviously doesn't want that to happen. Mm. I was sort of jumping forward a little bit to the end of series four, where some old faces come back and someone says, this is what you do, Doctor, you turn people into soldiers. So I thought the fact that Sarah Jane, you know, she's now this investigative journalist, you know, she's breaking into schools at night, she's investigating danger. This is like laying the seed for the doctor does turn you into soldiers, right? Like he he weaponizes mm. the people around him. I only agree with that on behalf of Martha, to be honest. I mean, we're really delving into future series here, but she's the only one that I think really turns into a soldier. Maybe Jack, but he's already kind of is. But, yeah, but that, yeah, I don't. Okay. I, I wouldn't call Rose or Donna uh, a uh, soldier. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll, we'll circle back around James, to that really. when we get there. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Can we talk about the villains? <laughs> The crazy bat teachers. I can I just say one thing before we jump on to it? Go on. Is yeah. it interesting 
that they chose to make the black teacher a black bat. Oh, we did talk about this when we watched this. We that. <laughs> Brad pointed that out in fairness. That, I think that was a bit mean. I'm not going to lie. It was almost as mean as uh, making Rose the dinner lady and the doctor the teacher. You know, like, well, <laughs> yeah. okay, fair enough. Like, yeah, I was. that was an interesting design choice. Yeah, that. I mean, I guess, I don't know, because the, they say that the humans <clears throat> are just like a projection and if you scratch the surface, but I don't know, man. I mean... A different time. Yeah, they morph into they morph into the bats, don't they? So it will keep the same sort of form. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's strange. It, yeah, no, it is. It is a bit of a strange one. Almost as uh, strange as the fact that they looked near identical to the villains of the first Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> oh, they do a bit. To be fair. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm I was, trying to I was think expect- of what the villains are in the first Scooby Doo. They movie, don't you know? fly, just, do they? But they don't fly. No, 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 no. But they're, they're, and they're blue. Kind of like, yeah, well, a bluey purple kind of, aren't they? But they're, yeah. they're kind of like that that reptile. It's not even a reptile thing. Is it? It's just like a demon thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that squidgy sort um, of demon thing. Speaking yeah, of them, is, you mentioned yeah. uh, last week. You both mentioned last week that the CG had uh, stepped up a notch. Do you still hold on to that after this episode? I don't know. I, I think at the time it would have been impressive, but I don't think this one held up. I agree. I, like, as I said, at the time, yeah, no, I fully agree. But I'm trying to think of where this actually... You're just talking about the villains in terms of this? Yeah, the, the actual monsters. Yeah, and the CGI explosion bad. at the end. and Yeah, you don't really see much of the explosion. It's just more of canine shooting it. And I think the slow-mo bit's a bit bad but i don't think the, the uh, acrylatines are that bad to be fair mm, i don't think they're that good if I'm being it's honest. a bit deformed Just no i think i think as i said it, back in 2006 where yeah, i think you know that that would have held up but nowadays you know you got better stuff around that it doesn't it doesn't really stand up but it's not the worst cgi we've seen this season so you know can't complain <laughs> this is true the, the the wonkiest bit of cgi i think is when the uh the teacher is presu- fuck off, man. That's all <laughs> practical. What are you talking about? What did he say? Um, he said fucking canine. <laughs> I really don't like your slander towards canine. <laughs> and I really hope the, the listeners get on your back as well. I don't yeah, know. I didn't, Jack I didn't... for hating canine. Let's yeah. just, I want the listeners to note that he hates canine, but he likes Mickey Smith, who's uh, uh, a really good person. The Tin Dog. The tin dog, yeah. There's, I, I actually put a note, poor Mickey, got <laughs> called a tin dog. Oh, I <laughs> love that. That's so funny, That's man. I love the bit where he's like, Oh, make sure you crack a window. And he goes, But he's a tin dog. I meant for you. Yeah, meant for you, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I was yeah, going to say the is... wonkiest bit of CGI is when the black teacher is mauling a student underneath the desk. Kenny walks in, sees him, the teacher stands up, and then is human. And just lets Kenny on his merry way. And Kenny, by the way, is the coolest fucking kid in the world. He's barely even phased by it. He doesn't mention it to anybody. He doesn't shit him. He just gets on with it. What's that all about? I didn't even think of a terrorist, you know. Yeah, that kid is going to be scarred for life. I want to see what that kid is doing now. Blowing up schools, maybe. (laughs) He must be. (laughs) (laughs) He must be. But also, why does the bat teacher let him go? 
Yeah, that's a strange one to be honest, because it's obvious that they that, that they you know he sees Kenny and he goes, oh, he's seen me in my like natural form, and then he just lets him go. Like if he'd have seen him just as a teacher, you could go, okay, yeah, obviously he thought he got away with it, or if he hadn't have seen if he hadn't have made direct eye contact with Kenny, but he did. So it is a strange one, but it furthers the plot. You know, someone's got to blow up the school. Let it be the you know kind of the the short fat kid. I guess so. Speaking of furthering the plot and not making much sense, the reason Sarah Jane is there is because she's doing a a, a piece on the new head teacher, right? Mm-hmm. She's pretending to, yeah. She's pretending to, but the head teacher, for all intents and purposes, thinks he's having a piece done on him, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're an undercover alien trying to crack the code of the universe by effectively brainwashing kids. Are you going to yeah. be like letting newspapers come in and, and, and investigate you? Or would you try and keep well, it? Bad publicity is bad publicity. That's what I say. <laughs> I, but like, it's a catch 22 because at the end of the day, you know, if you say no to someone, they'll be like, well, that's a bit suspicious. You're a school. You should just, you know, kind of go in and that, that you know, uh, okay. there's no secrets. But at the same time, though, if you invite a reporter in, they're going to, you know, leave no stone unturned. No, so, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I didn't think a, about the saving. It's a risk. It's a risk. Let's also uh, remember that teachers are very good lawyers. Like, Ofsted would come into school. Where's that coming um, from? Wow, that was a no, statement Ofsted. and a half. <laughs> remember how things would change in school when Ofsted came in, just to show an external person what it's like. That's exactly Confirmed what's happening here. on this podcast, Bradley was touched by a teacher as a kid and they got away with it. What? <laughs> what's that going to do with anything? They're good lawyers. They managed to get out of it somehow. No. Make a Channel 4 drama on that. Get David Tennant to play the teacher. <laughs> oh, dear. No, I don't know. Yeah, the, that was a bold statement there, Bradis. That was that was a bold statement. Uh, do you not agree? When we was in school, an officer used to come in and it was not a normal day. I mean, it was just, I went to school. You would, fake, you would basically fake lessons. Did you not do that? Fuck it, I don't know what was going on with the ex half of the year, JP. But no, I was just saying our, our half was fine. Our, we just carried on as normal. That was it. No, I remember it. I guess it must just be a top set, bottom set thing, JP. Yeah, it must be. It must be. <laughs> you must have just they just left you to do whatever, didn't they? Really? <laughs> no, the, uh, I, I will say that I kind of get I kind of get where he's coming from. The fact that you know when you go when, you, when yourself you're up for a job review and you, you know and someone says, "Oh, what do you do?" You make sure that all your ducks in a you know are in a row a month yeah. before, and then you go to someone, "Look how good I am," and then they go, "Wow, look at this. Let me have a look at last week trying to catch you off guard." And then yeah. it's, it's exactly the same. You know that that's it. If I was ever doing a job review of someone, I'd be like, "Okay, now show me the week before that." Yeah, because you know that's it. But yeah, no, I kind of get where he's coming from. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, quite clear and obvious to be honest. Yeah, well, we've just lost all our teacher listeners, so thanks for that, Brad. Yeah, sorry guys, (laughs) remold the future, reshape it. Um, (laughs) yeah, you know, another part of the episode I actually a part of the episode I did actually quite like was the uh, pissing contest between. Sarah and uh, Rose when they're starting like kind of talking about oh well he I've been here and I've done this and I've done this and I'm just sitting there thinking damn that's quite cool actually and then they just for some reason on a dime just start taking the piss out of the doctor <laughs> yeah I love that that's a great bit um and then it's just like all is forgiven that's it and it's like oh okay fair enough I suppose that is all it took was just they kind of just needed to vent their anger out and just get it all out in the open and they realized that actually 
They are the same. They're pulling from the same side. They're on the same team. That's it. Why why wouldn't they be friends? Which I quite like, actually, because, as I said, I, you know, Sarah Jane was quite an interesting, um, quite an interesting character. And, interesting. Yeah, I mean, did she come yeah. back or? Uh, well, uh, spoilers. Um, yeah, I love that bit. Um, uh, you know, when they just start pissing themselves at the doctor, apparently, mm-hmm. and again, this is taken from uh, IMDB trivia. Um, David Tennant. So nothing is, is not real. David Tennant is wearing a fake <laughs> moustache and didn't tell anybody. And that's why they start cracking up laughing. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting. But, we also um, point out, like we've said how much we like Sarah Jane. She's, I think, as far as I know, she's the only companion to have a, her own programme. Well, I unless you count so. Jack. Yeah, I've got my own programme. Uh... Okay, very good. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, for sure, Sarah Jane. Full-time companion, though. Well, would you class Sarah Jane as a full-time companion in the new Who series? Well, no, she but was she wasn't the old one. So yeah, she wasn't the old one. Uh, I don't know. Does it count? Yeah. I'm gonna say yes. All right. Well, there you go. That puts that to bed. Then, thank you very much. Good lad. This is a democracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just talk about the fact that Mickey. Um, it, you know, we know that Mickey now works in a garage. And right at the start of the episode, he says uh, he says that he's uh, he's an expert at infiltration. <laughs> I think that's Does well that in mean... line with Mickey's character, though. Oh yeah, no, for sure. He sat on Call of Duty. Did Call of Duty come out? Yeah, no, Call of Duty. Come out. So he sat on Call of Duty for a bit, and he's like, "Yeah, I got this." And let's not forget, he hacked the missile coming to Big Ben. The kid's been through it. To be fair, that's true. No, that is true. <laughs> It'll be very sad yeah. to maybe see him go in a couple of episodes. Oh, what did you say that for? I didn't say anything. Oh, I said maybe see him go. Now, in fairness, I thought Sarah Jane was going to die in this episode. Oh, I'd have been heartbroken. What would we have what? done without the Sarah Jane adventures? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That. I just got that feeling. You know, you know what they kind of... Um, I, I, for some reason, I've been watching a lot of war movies recently. And they always do. They always build up the character. like They, they kind of like make them human. And they're like, oh, look at this. And there's a genuine connection. And then they just kill them. So just make it brutal. And I was just like... I was expecting her to be like, kind of like sacrifice herself or something like that. I was waiting for it, but no, they kept her alive. So fair play. Yeah, it would have been quite interesting, to be fair. Mm. I, it would have been a nice character, right? but if they yeah gave her her own series, then yeah, that might not work. Yeah, no, definitely not. But yeah, no, I uh, Mickey claiming to be counterintelligence, whatever it is, I think is hilarious. I love the fact that he overeggs himself and then he screams like a little girl when some rats fall on him. I think he's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you would though, wouldn't you? Because you're sneaking around in the dark, and then you open the door, and like loads of cold things just fall on top of you. You're not sure what they are. I mean, you know, maybe not scream, maybe just jump or something. But uh, no, I'd say Mickey's uh, Mickey's reaction is probably a genuine reaction. Yeah, for sure. Those rats were yellow as well, right? Yeah, yeah the scientific. Yeah. Is that how you know which ones are scienty in the in the in the in the wild? You're only allowed to hunt the yellow ones. Obviously, they're not like normal rats because normal rats are brown, aren't they? So you go, oh, they're they're obviously alien because they're yellow. Yeah, but no well, one comments alien. on it. No one says they're alien rats. They do. They're they're not alien rats. They're the ones that you dissect in a in. But why are they yellow? Why are they yellow then? Because they're fake. They're, they're not real rats. What do you mean? They're just fake rats. <laughs> fake so rats is in like in the rats. show they're fake rats or we're supposed like no, i don't understand I think, what you're I think, saying i think in school like i mean i remember in school we dissected a heart or something which is 
presume real. I can't remember, but um, I think if you're actually going to dissect a rat in real life, you wouldn't use a live one, would you? So it's like a it's a it's like a toy rat. You wouldn't use a live one. Yeah, you just got to chase it around the classroom a lot of times just to try and <laughs> get it. Why would we be dissecting real hearts but Why not real you... rats? Where's where's the line there? Yeah. That's a good point to be fair. And also, yeah, yeah. if they are fake rats, why make them yellow? Yeah. To make it clear that they're fake. <laughs> it's, it's not a BB gun. Jesus. You don't have to like, oh, this is a real rat. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is the stupidest rationing I've ever I'm heard. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Our yeah. science well, rats are yellow. <laughs> Yeah, our science rats yellow. Well, while while, while uh, some you know investigative googling is going on, that was a difficult word to say. <laughs> um, I'm going to quickly talk about what I thought was the Easter egg this episode. Oh, we're jumping straight in, are we? Go on then. Yeah, no, we're jumping straight Sorry, in. I feel Brad's... like we've got a bit of time to kill because uh, Brad's going to have to go to page two of Google to try and find out why the rats were yellow. <laughs> um, the uh, Anthony Head's character says to the doctor, weirdly enough, over the swimming pool as well. That was the most non you know, kind of romantic, romantic thing in the world. It was the, the, the lightning, like the lighting was perfect, the pool was there. It's like, why did they decide to do it in the swimming pool? But anyway, that's by the by. Um, he says to the doctor, he says, You could become a god. And of course, we all know what God's uh, God's right hand and left men are. They're angels. What's that? <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, all right, JP. So I've got a question for you, mate, because mm -hmm. you're picking up on a through line through the series, which is exactly what we asked you to do. Yep. We're now, this is what, episode four? Three? Three, isn't it? Three. Three. Yeah, three. Episode right. three. What do you think the outcome of all this angels talk is? Well, I know there's an angel bad guy. It's the, the ones that you, you do, they move when you don't look at them. Yeah, the weeping angels. Yeah, so I'm guessing it's setting up those at the end. They're going to be the season finale. Okay, interesting. I'd say just to that, keep that... things interesting, rather than like repeating the same thing every week, we think you may have got it without giving any hints. We now want to hear what your theory is for how this is all going to tie together. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I know the only thing I know about the, the um, they are weeping angels, isn't that? that's what they're called. There's yeah. a, I don't know if it's what you're specifically talking about, but there is a bad guy in the, Doctor Who called the Weeping Angels. The the, the one the ones they're like statues, and then you you turn away and then you turn back and they're there. Like yeah. they, they they move when you don't look at them. Those ones. Um, I I, I I again I don't know if they're like like kind of like the Daleks where they're controlling over everything that's going there and they're trying to lure the Doctor into a thing and it's like kind of some kind of hints about angels coming or something like that. But I reckon that's what it's going to be. They're, they're going to be the main bad kind of, you know, they're going to be the main villain at the uh, of the season finale. Ah, okay, okay. I mean... Mm -hmm. Was there anything else you saw in this episode that you thought might... that rang any bells, shall I say? Rang any bells? Oh, cross. It's going to be saying <laughs> bells, isn't it? <laughs> Church bells. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll stick with the angels. I found an angel. With, uh, of no, no, fair enough. Fair enough. No, I think okay. like you're doing exactly what we told you to do. Yeah. And now everyone's going to laugh at me the end of the season finale when it's like some well, kind of we'll bell. See. You might be right. Like canine turns back and it's a bell end, you know. That's it. <laughs> right. Anyway, moving swiftly on, we've spoken about canine. I like this episode. I don't think it's great. 
So let's wrap it up. Let's talk about the finale. Oh no! Before we get to the finale, can I, can I just wind back? Can I just wind back to something? I, I have sent a photo to the group chat. It's the first <laughs> thing that comes up when you Google scientific rats, and it's yellow. So I'm right. I'm just going to do exactly the same thing now. Talk among yourselves. I mean, that does not. That looks like a. Is that a rat? <laughs> I googled rats. What is? Yeah, but what's the difference? Surely, if you just Google a rat, you're just going to come up with a. But you know, just a brown rat. To be fair, I've googled school science rats, and uh, there's no yellow. yellow ones. No, there's not a single yellow one. All right, I don't know. Here we go. We're going to put this one to. We're going to put this one to the comments. Certainly, if you ever dissect a rat in school, so whether that be in the UK or America or wherever you guys are listening, was the rat yellow or was it just a normal rat? Or did you? Oh, a wait a second. So a yellow rat is a preserved rat. Thank you. What, like okay. dipped in vinegar or something? Like Presumably, a like a like a pickled rat, yeah. A pickled rat. Speaking of, new series of uh, uh, Rick and Morty dropped a trailer. Did you see it, guys? No. I've heard they changed the voices, though. Is that true? Yeah, because one of them was a pedo. Oh, oh dear. Okay, that's one. <laughs> Rick oh, and or Morty, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the same guy. Oh, is it? So they Yeah, I was going to say, a lot... A lot as I say, a lot, a lot of the times people do the like kind of voices for different characters. You look at yeah, like the woman who does Bart Simpson, or the woman who does Bart Simpson. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I think uh, he's the writer. He's Rick, and he's Morty, and he's some other voices, and he's like a pedo or a nonce or a secular abuser or something like that. Hmm, nice. Ouch. There we go. Brilliant. Uh, so speaking of being a nonce, these teachers are grooming these kids to um, become God. I think is that what that was about? No, to crack the code. They're trying to, yeah, to, to crack the code. That, that's why they to want to do it. God. They want the kid, yeah, and they need the kid's imagination. That's why they use kids. They need the kid's imagination to kind of bring another level to the working out the code. Did you buy any of that? I mean, adults have imagination. You know, you got to look at artists and filmmakers and I don't know surgeons. Maybe I think the uh, I think the plot was a bit poor. It's a to, to, I think it's a bit of a Sarah Jane adventure plot. It's a low-level plot that just—it's it, a filler episode. Let's be honest. I've got to say, it, look, I, I know we're kind of tailing towards the end of this one. I think this is the weakest episode we've seen so far. Whoa! Out of uh, out of every episode. Yeah, no, so far this is. Look, I, I watched wow. this episode, and I just—I don't know. I just maybe, maybe it would have been different if I'd have seen you know, kind of the old Doctor Who or something like that, because you kind of build up on that nostalgia with the Sarah Jane vibe and everything like that. But to me, I just, just had no interest in this episode. It was just a bit of a, you know, it was like the, the, the as I said, the villains were a Scooby-Doo villain knockoff. Yeah, Interesting. It was, just, it was a plot that they were just like, oh, the chips are giving the kids brain power to go unlock a code where they can, I just, it just, I don't know, it didn't, it didn't strike me on this one. This one, this one, I just wasn't a fan of. It was, it was a bit of a boring episode to me. Interesting, Brad. Do you sort of feel the same way? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the villains. I think they're too low level. I don't think the plot's that great. The only things I do like is Sarah Jane and Canine, to be honest. And Mickey, <laughs> Mickey is good in this episode. Yeah, I've, okay, I'll agree with you. It's not that much in plot. I think it's more to put people in the right places for what's to come down this series, but. I think it's definitely better than the Christmas Invasion, and it's definitely better than New Earth as well, for sure. It's just a nice little story. You can just whack it on. You don't need to know any of the before. You don't need to know any of the after. You just whack it on. You're in the middle of the adventure. 
I think it's all right. Uh, I don't know. It, it wasn't. Yeah, that's the I thing, though. It's it all right. Wasn't... Yeah, it's all right. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was just in the middle. It was middle of the road. It just wasn't anything that. Standard five out of ten. Yeah, no, that's it. It's a solid five out of ten. And, and the thing is, as well, is like if you was to say to someone, you know, like me, for example, if you you'd say to someone, watch one episode of Doctor Who. There's no way you choose this episode. Um, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I get that. Okay, let's jump to yeah. our rating system then. You both said five out of ten, which is not the system that we use. Uh, love it or hate no, no, it, no, guys. No, no. <laughs> I think I feel like hate's too strong of a word, but yeah, I'm going to be brutally honest here. This is my third episode on this podcast. I don't like the rating system. I think it's poor. No, 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 no. It's, it's simple. <laughs> it's a simple. It's a simple rating system. I feel like hate is is too strong a word. I can't decide. Time, I can't I decide on this one. Kid. I'm, I'm going to say hate. It. I'm going to say hate. It. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, like, as I said, I, I feel like hate's too strong of a word, but I didn't love it. You know, like yeah, every every that's... episode we watch of Doctor Who, I've gone. That was a really good episode, and this one, I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm scratching around for things to say. It's just like, ah, uh, yeah, meh. You know. No, fair enough. Well, them absolutely is the rules. So, Brad, love it or hate it, mate. I really don't know because I don't hate it and I don't love it. Well, you've um, got to pick one. It's David Tennant, so love it. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, then, as you say, then the rules, you know, that's it. Josh, I'm guessing it's a lovely from you, but what, what, what's your thoughts? There's definitely more good in this episode than there is bad. I like Anthony Head as the head teacher. I think the whole God complex thing, although it goes nowhere, I think it's a fascinating idea. Canine's great. Uh, Sarah Jane Smith is fit as fuck. Um, it's a love it for me. Interesting. Interesting. So, First, uh, the first controversial episode where we haven't agreed on an episode, whether we love it or hate it. Yeah, I, I, well, I can you agree on every single series one episode. Yeah, every series, every single series yeah. one episode is a love it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, thought I'd always measure you that. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> looking ahead. I know immediately there's going to be at least three more episodes. I would say where me and Brad are going to disagree. I don't know where your hat is going to fall on them, JP. <laughs> the hat's blown off in the wind you know it's gone oh no it's four good. because i think next week's episode we're banking these by the way so we're going to do two on the trot but next week's episode i think we're going to massively disagree on as well to be fair interesting Possibly. interesting well listen next week to find out what we uh what we think of uh the girl on the fireplace but um but no to wrap up this uh boring episode really to say the least um josh is there <laughs> anything kidding. else you want to add not really thanks for listening thanks for engaging uh certainly the instagram is going to be quite quiet for the next week or two it has been this week as well so apologies for that but keep the love coming keep the messages coming and thanks for listening guys yeah appreciate it as always guys and we will catch you next week for another episode of doctor who yep See you next thanks for week. listening guys leave us a review leave us a rate we love you adios amigos